Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and stick it straight up all your candy asses! And you never let The Rock make his pancakes, did you? You wanted The Rock to make chocolate chip cookies, blueberry muffins, but never pancakes. Go get me a cheeseburger. Go get The Rock a cheeseburger. No ketchup. You mind uh, giving a little blow just one time for The Rock? The Rock, ask you something. You ready to go out there and whoop some ass? Ready to go out there and whoop candy ass? Let's get ready to podcast! Hanks, he brings a rock bottom is a podcast with two of your best friends, but Tom Hanks in a headlock. And we're about to be choke slammed by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm Sam Siegel, and I can smell the rock is cooking a nice souvlaki. <laughs> And this week, Sam, I'm an armored car bag boy, straight out of New York. For the for the fucking armored car. Yeah, making two hundred dollars a week, I think, is what he said. Yeah, two hundred dollars a week. That's like uh, ten thousand four hundred dollars a year, which in twenty twenty two dollars is something like thirty thousand dollars a year. It's not too bad. You know, I'm I'm doing all right. There's no benefits. There's no overtime. It yeah. is what it is, man. Yeah, they'll they'll fuck you if you die, you know? <laughs> you die on that job and they'll fucking they'll take that fucking insurance money and cram it right up your ass, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they give your widow like five grand when they're supposed to give yeah. her like fifty. You know how it is. Yeah, you know how it is, man. Nineteen eighty two New York, yo. New York. New York, it's the city. <laughs> Confusingly, the name of the movie is Empire State this week, and we don't actually mm-hmm. deal with the rest of New York at all. No, no, not really. Uh, it could have been Empire City? Empire mm. City? Is that anything? Mm, not really. Yeah, it is 2013's Empire State. Uh, Luke, how is your watch? Hmm, my watch. My watch. My watch? Uh, was pretty straightforward. Sam booted up, consumed the movie, uh, did pause it several times to see how much longer was left on the film. Mm. Uh, we're talking like four or five times this week did I pause Mm. this bad boy. That sounds like a bad watch. It was something. Um, do want to call out the fact that, Sam, this is the first movie we've ever watched. Well... Okay, it's the first movie we've ever watched that was direct to DVD. This was not released in theaters. Oh, really? Yeah, this was a direct to DVD film. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. In the same year that uh, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson made Fast and Furious Six, he was making God a direct damn. to DVD movie. 
<laughs> starring himself and Liam Hemsworth. That see, this is bizarre to me because the cast in this is pretty stacked. Yeah, 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 yeah. It really is. So, so it's weird that this went straight to DVD. It's it's confusing, huh. and I couldn't find any answers as to why yeah. on earth this was the case. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's debatable whether or not direct-to-streaming counts, because we did watch Finch, which was direct-to-streaming. Right. But right. Yeah. I don't think that huh. counts. So I don't think so. Yeah. No. Because that's just, hey, man, that's just how movies do these days. Yeah, that's just sort of the standard distribution model for movies, So mm -hmm. especially during the COVID times. But, Sam, enough about that. How is your watch? Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> oh, tell me. Tell me about it, Sam. Tell me all about this watch. So let me tell you, Luke, I've been real tired lately. Uh, been been waking up real early uh, sitting on the couch doing, you know, my normal morning routine, and then, like, an hour in, I just get so fucking sleepy, bro. Mm -hmm. I get yeah, so bro. fucking sleepy, and I, like, can't fucking keep my head up. It's uh, fucking terrible. So, uh, you know, I've been trying to go to bed earlier. Hadn't been happening. So, this morning, you know, the wife, uh, fucking wife, <laughs> she didn't want to fucking watch this one with me. So, uh, so what I did was I watched it this morning, right? Yeah. So I get up at fucking five o'clock in the morning, you know, uh, before the goddamn sun's up, and I'm real sleepy, and I don't really want to watch the movie, so I put on, like, some fucking TV show just for a little bit to wake up. I fall asleep for three hours, okay? Mm. <laughs> fall back asleep on the couch for three hours. Fucking choice, just mmm, gabagool. So <laughs> then, then I start the movie, uh, refreshed, feeling good, easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. You know what I'm saying. And uh, midway through the movie, the wife, uh, the wife, she wakes up, and she wants. She has requested that I stop the voice. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the wife, the old ball and chain. She, she literally poked her head in the room and said, "Stop." <laughs> so, uh, so, so, uh, McKenna woke up and was making some pancakes, and I was like, "Ooh, I like making pancakes." So I cooked her some pancakes halfway through the movie, uh, and then I came back and finished the pancakes. But Luke, it, the movie was fine. Whatever. I gotta talk about sex in the city a little bit. Yeah. Hey, really quick, just before that, you know, now that Kenna said that she's put the kibosh on doing the voice, you really want to do the voice, don't you? More than anything <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I could sense it when you were telling the rest of that story. <laughs> it's just, it's it's buried within me, and so it needs to come out, but mm -hmm. it's forbid. I'm gonna have to go outside and, like, talk to a bush for half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I'll be arrested. Yeah. So, I do want to apologize for last week. Um, talked about Sex in the City way too much. I was very angry. And Luke, where there once burned a feverish rage, there now languishes a beleaguered resignation. Mm. Um, 
the show has broken me. Uh, there's, I, I got nothing. I got nothing left. I kind of <laughs> like Miranda. I like Samantha. Charlotte has her moments. You know, it's fine. Um, yeah. What about what about SJP this week? How oh you no, feeling? I still hate her. I still yeah. hate her. Uh, I I can guarantee she is paid by the shriek. I I do not know why this is such a critical part of her character, but at least once an episode she shrieks, and now I just say cha-ching every time she does. Mm, yeah, it's in her contract. One would assume. I yeah. I mean, must be. I will say. Um, she is what what I call New York sheltered, much like my uh, my grandparents who were New Yorkers. In that, sort of venturing anywhere outside of the city or Long Island is considered almost a safari. Mm. So, so there's an episode where Carrie goes to the country, and boy, that is very loosely defined because she is going to a town with a population of 10,000 people on the border of New Jersey. Uh, and she thinks, she seems to think it's going to be a bunch of like hog fuckers. Yeah. And that they won't have basic infrastructure like electricity. And I mean, like it's a cabin that her boyfriend, Aiden, oh, she's back with Aiden. It's not going great, I guess. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, it is. They're engaged. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but like my grandparents were the same way where they thought anything outside of New York city was just the, this unwashed masses. Yeah. Just people with like two teeth and one brain cell who just couldn't do anything. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but you're scared to leave one town is the thing. Can't yeah. We? Yeah. These people visit like Cleveland and are horrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, who wouldn't be horrified upon visiting <laughs> Cleveland, Luke? Fair play. Touche, yeah. sir. Yeah, they did seem to think that Philadelphia was quite the exotic vacation Ooh, uh, when hey. they went there for Miranda's mom's funeral, which is, I'm not joking, the first time any of them have ever mentioned having a parent. Hmm, only upon death do the parents <laughs> become relevant for the plot of the show. I legitimately don't know if Carrie Bradshaw has parents. Probably not. I assume they were all birthed out of like some some human engineering tanks in mm-hmm. a lab somewhere. Yeah, I think a a Bacta tank. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are used for birthing, or you know, maybe it's like uh, the Urukai in Isengard, where they're just these weird gelatinous pods dug from the earth, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is. A beautiful image, them digging out one of these pods, and then uh, Samantha just bursts out. Yeah, and she's just like, who's ready to fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. fully baked. Okay, yeah. well, uh, Sam, do you have any other highlights of the show this week? Because you know I'm going to want that thumbs up, thumbs down on the uh, show this week. Well, before I can give you a thumbs up, thumbs down... Um, I will tell you, because I know you were worried about this. Kyle McLaughlin, mm-hmm. uh, Trey McDougal, uh, his dick, it's fine now. Oh, it's good. that's so why don't people on the street say something like, I hear you can't get it up for a brief period of time and then you work it out. 
Yeah, I don't, uh, well, maybe a little too much nuance to that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we do get a report that he and Charlotte fuck 73 times in three months. Damn. Damn, that's, we're approaching once a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his penis is working A-OK. Yeah. Yeah, and we're good for Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah, and I know you were wondering, and yes, he does like his balls tugged. Um, I'm giving the show... Okay, so so we've got 90 degrees down. Yeah. We've got... We've got... Just sideways. Yeah. I'm going... I'm going 45 degrees between sideways and up. Oh! <laughs> Really? And I think it is because I am utterly broken and dead inside. Yeah. I've I've just resigned myself to consuming this media. We did. It helps. We took a slight, like, three-day break from it. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty restorative. I just, I gotta tell you, man, the dedication to this project that is not a project. No one's making you do this. No, no, no one but God himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you fully took this upon yourself. And mm-hmm. you know what's fucked up, Sam? <laughs> what? I kind of am considering doing it now, too. Oh, my God. Don't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Tr- trust me, I envy you that, you know, you only experience bad media on the weekends for this podcast. Yeah, because I You're- was... You're free the rest of the week, my man. Yeah, I was talking to somebody about this the other day about your uh, your experience of watching Sex in the City, and they were talking about how, you know, it's not so bad. So I was kind of thinking, maybe <sighs> maybe I should dip my old hand into the Sex and City pool uh, as man. well. <laughs> Look, here's what I will say: if you decide to do it really limit your consumption Mm. maybe maybe one two episodes a day we started out (laughs) thick and fast yeah and i mean we were doing four five six episodes in a row yeah not the way to do it you will we will feel the hurt i I feel like this is a prescription like ask your doctor about Mm -hmm. sex in the city and the prescribed dose is like one or two pills a day you're not wrong. You probably should talk to your primary health, uh, care provider before starting <laughs> Sex in the City because I didn't, and I probably need to up my dosage of antidepressants. Yeah. Well, you know, that is what it is. And again, I guess thank you for doing this. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. But, um, but Luke... Looking around. Do you want to give the people a fucking plot? <laughs> As Sam checks to see if he got caught. <laughs> How to give the plot of this movie. So Liam Hemsworth is... Who, I, uh-huh. Can I just note my favorite thing? Liam Hemsworth plays a character named Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't put that together until just now, but that is very funny. <laughs> it's so good. Um, Liam Hemsworth, because this is a movie about New Yorkers, so of course, who are you going to cast but a uh, just strapping young Australian? Mm-hmm. Um, of course. 
Of course. That's two. Uh, is the son of Greek immigrants to New York. Uh, he's looking for a job. He's got this really shitty friend named Eddie who yeah. apparently smoked a joint at a Black Sabbath concert, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which, who, yeah. who doesn't? Who doesn't seems pretty normal. Uh, but it does mean that uh, they got caught, and now Liam Hemsworth's character has a record. Christo does. Um, mm-hmm. So Christo wants to be in the police department, but he can't because he's got a record, and they keep rejecting him. So he gets a job as a security guard over at Empire Cash Management. It's like those armored car companies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Whatever you want to call those. Anyway, beginning first like 15 minutes of the movie, they get involved in a robbery or an attempted robbery on their truck. Uh, His partner dies and he gets blamed for it. So he gets put on shit duty Mm -hmm. doing overnight watching the monitors at the Empire offices where we come to to discover that Empire basically does not believe in security. So there are no. no security protocols basically at all to protect the like $23 million in cash. Yeah, and, and we are told that essentially the bosses at Empire do kind of skim off the top and mm-hmm. that they don't actually count how much money they have. Yeah. They yeah. just sort of throw it in a room with a deaf dog? With a deaf, adorable dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great, great boy. 10 out of 10. Oh, the goodest boy. The goodest of boys. Um. Anyway, then uh, Liam Hemsworth, Chris, and Eddie, and some other like Greek mobsters like sort of plan to rob the joint. Uh, mm-hmm. Things go south a bit. Eddie decides to do it himself, and he bursts through the ceiling of the joint, yeah. uh, and mm-hmm. then knocks out Chris and does proceed to rob everything so that Chris has an alibi so he can say he was knocked out. Um, mm-hmm. And then the Greek mobsters get a hold of this. They want some of the money. Uh, there's an exchange between Eddie and one of the mobsters and some Colombians that goes poorly. Uh, yeah. Now, you you may be wondering, where is the rock in all of this? And uh, you would be asking the same question I did about 25 minutes into the movie. Yes, which is very relevant because it does take 22 minutes before the rock shows up, minus like mm-hmm. a brief cameo in the beginning. Uh, well, The yeah. Rock is a detective on the NYPD, and so he's the one tasked with sussing out exactly what happened during this robbery. So yeah. that's sort of his role. I don't know, man. Culminating in uh, Christo gets caught, or first Eddie gets caught, and then they figure out that Chris was involved. Everybody gets arrested. Uh, Chris's dad shoots Eddie in the arm, which was pretty funny. Pretty great, man. Yeah, pretty good time because Eddie, we're going to talk about him, but do not like him. No. Um, they all go to jail, and apparently Chris has hidden all of his his share of the money in a statue that he gave to his mom. And, yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of the movie. Sam, I saw the one review that I found of this movie because there was just one on Wikipedia. <laughs> Uh-huh. said that it can't decide if it wants to be like a gritty crime movie or a, a thrilling heist movie. And that about mm. sums it up. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would say that's pretty fair. Yeah. So Sam, what'd you think of all what what'd you think of fucking Empire State, man? What'd you think of Empire State, bro? It's fucking good. Oh, I kinda liked it. You kinda, kinda liked, liked it. What? A little, a little bit. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking stop the voice now just in case I get caught. Um, <laughs> I mean, like it's fine. I, yeah. You know it, what I like the most is it's very short. It's a yeah. Oh, just a crisp ninety-five minutes, mm-hmm. uh, and that treated me just right. Yeah, it is the perfect length for a film. It is mm-hmm. long enough to do some stuff, but short enough to not overdo some stuff. It is a breezy ninety-five minutes. Oh yeah, I so I mean it's it's interesting, I guess, because it's kind of this bizarre crime that is, uh, and I don't recall if you mentioned this or not. It is based on a true story. Yeah, there's uh, a real Chris uh, that all of this did happen to, and he did yes facilitate robbing a a cash transfer company Mm -hmm. and so in that respect it's kind of wild because there's there's so much sort of like weird shit that goes on around this where it's like this kind of unwilling robbery and also chris did steal like twenty five thousand dollars that no one ever noticed Mm -hmm. which is pretty buck wild yeah uh and the the part where um like prominent members of all the Italian uh, mob families got arrested for this, but then they weren't connected to it at all because it was the Greeks. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a criminal or a uh, criminal organization I uh, did not know existed. Yeah. Yeah. News to me as well, but Hey, mm-hmm. you know, it takes all types to run a mob. So. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, why should they be resigned to just souvlaki and euros mm-hmm. uh, and a nice hummus when they could be doing crimes? <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, so yep. It's, it's fine. Yeah. L- Luke, I get the inkling that you did not enjoy it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. It wasn't the greatest movie we've ever seen. It definitely no. wasn't the worst. It was, uh, it was, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you, bro. It was, it was fucking fine. Yeah. Uh, very middle of the road. You know, very unsurprising that it was direct to DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it feels it. It feels like this is a movie that you saw in like the bargain bin at yeah. Best Buy. And you went, huh. All right. And yeah. then you watch it and you go, well, I'm glad I only spent, like, a dollar on this. And yeah. Luke, hey, I didn't spend shit on this because <laughs> stars came through once again. I knew you were going to mention this because we were looking up where to stream it and it said stars and I went, oh, fuck. Fuck, yeah. Sam is going to. Yeah, man. <laughs> the, like, seven months that I've been paying for stars in between movies paying yeah. off. Pay it off. Is this the first time it's paid off in the rock era for you? I think there was one other. Okay. I think there was one other, like, maybe the second or third movie we watched that was on stars. Yeah. Because so, I'll give it to you. During the Tom Hanks era, during the, the Hanks epoch, mm-hmm. um, stars did come through for you quite a it, bit more than I expected. It was a much better investment back then. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, the ROI this season, not good. It's pretty bad. (laughs) It's pretty, because I paid a solid, a crisp $4 for this movie to rent it through Jeff Bezos. I called up Jeff Bezos. 
yeah. said, I've got See, $4 and I want to watch Empire State. And he said, why? And we talked about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, see, I called him up because, you know, you got to use the Amazon app. Uh, mm-hmm. And and I said, hey, I want to I want to watch uh, Empire State, uh, but I do have stars. And he goes, oh, well, I'm going to forge your call to Jeremy stars. Mm-hmm. Um, he <laughs> handles those requests. Yeah. Uh, and he'll be really excited because he doesn't get many calls these days. Yeah. And so I he he forwarded me over to Jeremy Stars, and let me tell you, Jeremy had a lot to say because I don't think he's received a call since I last got a Stars movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so got got a lot of info about Jeremy Stars' life. Um, his kids are doing great. Uh, one's on the honor roll. Um, the other one uh, is doing the science fair. And nice. It sounds, Sounds like he's got a cool little project going. Yeah. Um, he's making rock candy. Oh. Yeah. Nice. So I thought that was kind of neat. Learning about crystals and shit. Yeah. So, so yeah, Jeremy starts doing pretty, pretty well. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of people to talk to. And so he, he sounds, we talked about that for a bit. I, I suggested maybe therapy could be good for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Always good. Yeah, I referred him to my therapist, which is weird because I'm in Arkansas and he's not. But um, yeah, you know, well, you know, you can you can do teletherapy. That's fine for sure. Nice. So, well, yeah, I'm glad you had a pleasant little chat with Jeremy Stars and that you uh, mm-hmm. you say this was free ski, free ninety nine, but uh, you have been paying for stars. I do just want to make sure. Yeah, that I have been paying. Like I think five dollars a month for stars. So even then, man, you got this movie for cheaper than I did. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, so that doesn't feel good. No. Exactly. But you know, perks get the perks where you can with this project. Um. So yeah. I. What to even say about this movie, man? Uh, I it did. Is, can I say? Mm-hmm. Really, really hard one to talk about because there's not that much going on yeah it's a lot of like the first 20 minutes before the rock shows up it's kind of just people talking in new york accents to other people yeah. with new york accents yeah um it's i took like no notes mm-hmm. just nothing yeah there's the movie is very unremarkable even though it is about a, a genuinely interesting heist that they have made kind of annoying yeah, I guess we can talk about Eddie really quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to to illustrate how much Eddie sucks, 